Welcome to the Blooming League of Original Podcasts. G'day everyone, welcome to the Thrash and Treasure podcast, the podcast that pits the angels of musical theatre against the demons of thrash metal. The Thrash and Thrash and Treasure is me, the treasure over there is that man Aaron, how are you Aaron? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thanks, scatterbrained as usual. It's weird not hosting, felt like all I've been doing is hosting lately, doing your job for you. Yeah, doing my job for me, but then, you know, a, a good person delegates down and gets some... Um, you know, gets the right people for the right job. So there you go. But anyway, I'm back in the hosting chair, so I'm I'm happy with that. And I'm sure our audience is too. Oh, they're they're absolutely gagging. So that's good. Um, all right. Shall we get straight into it, or do we have some chit chat? We've got nice weather. We can talk about nice weather. If if this was a video podcast, you could see the the sun streaming in my studio. Yeah. Um. You could see the sun streaming on me, which is artificial, of course, because it's <laughs> me. <laughs> Um, you or the sun. But yeah. it is actually not nice outside. I actually have the window open for a change, oh, letting nice. fresh air in um, because it's not stinking hot. Nice. So I can let a nice cool breeze in. But you know what? I've I've spent a week with two evaporative air coolers on mm. in my room, this mm-hmm. one room, mm. plus an air purifier. Purifier. Um, plus an air purifier and a, a desk fan. Mm. And it did jack shit, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yesterday... I turned off the air coolers. Mm. Lo and behold, it's nice and cool in my room today. Okay. All right. So what am I doing wrong <sighs> with my air conditioners that everyone else seems to be doing right? I, I even put cool, chilled water in there and, and everything, which I don't think you'd have to do. No. You, but I do it anyway because I'm a nerd. You don't. But see, the EVAP, it should just... Yeah. Anyway. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I've got, I've got the window, my window closed because a it's stinking hot outside and it's bin day, so they're just as likely to come driving past and empty the bin in the middle of the podcast. It would ruin the magic. It would. I mean, at least I won't have to smell it. I don't know if your council has done this. Have you guys been given a kitchen caddy? No, sounds very Melbourne. Okay, we used. To, oh, shut up. <laughs> Okay, so we used to have a recycling bin and a tra- uh, trash bin, a rubbish bin. Yes. It's like fucking America, dude. Anyways, um, and then they decided to split that up, mm. right? Because it, it would be the recycling every two weeks and the, the garbage bin every week. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now it's the garbage bin has no food waste in it because that goes in a, in a green bin. Okay. There's a purple bin which has glass. Oh, my God. But not every type of glass. Jeez. So okay. If you break a drinking cup or, a, a, you know, mm. a glass, you can't throw mm-hmm. that in there. Oh. But you can throw a, ju- a, a jar, like a, a right. strawberry jam okay. jar when yep. you're finished. Okay. Uh, and then there's the recycling, which is paper only, mm. paper and cardboard only. Yep. Oh, and, and cans, sorry. Mm-hmm. Paper and cans. Uh, and yeah, the garbage goes every two weeks. Right. Oh, okay. And the, the green bin goes every week. Right. And then the the glass and the recycling alternate. And they also... Right, much. it's a pain in the ass. That's too hard. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. It's so convoluted. There's also a kitchen caddy that we're supposed to keep mm. in the kitchen, but not put a plastic bag in it of fucking assholes. Right. So basically it's for food waste yes. to caddy it or mm-hmm. carry it, as a normal person would say, out to the green bin. Right. 
That just okay. means your fucking kitchen stinks. Mm. Okay. And that's, so so yeah. or leave it at the back door. All right. So your back door stinks. Yeah. It's ridiculous. At least having the garbage, the food waste in the garbage, they were in fucking garbage bags that we tied up. Yeah, it all gets... And there was things like napkins and stuff in there that would help soak up the juices and all that. Mm, oh, we have that. we we have two <laughs> bins. Yeah, well, you're like we have the we have the red top bin which is rubbish, and the yellow top bin which is recycling, and then we have garden bags. So if you mow the lawn, you chuck it in the bag, but you have to collect four bags before the council will pick it up. And my lawn that would take me a year. So lawn clippings just. Go in the bin, anyway. Yeah, they, they go in our green waste. Yeah, yeah, we don't have green waste. We have we have garden bags, so yeah. But we only have to we alternate the recycling every second week. But I think it should be every week because we there's more recycling in my recycling bin than rubbish in the rubbish bin. So anyway, I can imagine the amount you drink. The amount I yes, the I <laughs> I, I recycle every bottle of every wine bottle, and every yep. and every it, it's full of um, it's full of beer cans at the moment. So anyway, well, this is because. Um, apparently we can't send our recycling to China anymore. China! It's always China. Yeah. Okay. All right. But what isn't trash, mm. of course, mm. is one of the greatest musicals ever written, which I gave to you this week. Um, did you? No, you gave me hair, of which... Okay, so I got hair. Thank you for the hair. Everyone's heard of hair. I'd heard of hair, um, which that's pretty much is where it ends i'd never heard it before or seen it all i knew about it was there's a nudie scene of course you did you pervert and when that was first done in 1968 it was shock horror and everyone was offended by the human body so that's always a good that was a good reaction to that um that was pretty much all i knew about it Here's a here's a here's a funny thing. What I didn't realize was how many songs I would know from this mm-hmm. musical that I didn't know was in the musical that I knew the song. So there was a lot of familiar songs and also a load of stuff I'd never heard of, which which is a fair call. So it's all we, okay. We'll just clarify. We mm. we've, I, I picked the the two thousand and nine Broadway revival cast yes. recording. Yes, and there are many 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 recordings out there, and I promise you i've heard every single one of them <laughs> and no two of them are the same promise you have. oh as in right no the as songs are, is... the songs are the same though no oh no because what the hell even what i something i've got to show you is mm. completely out of order okay. um and then there's little bits like the um like just little uh like the kama sutra mm-hmm. stone age yep the Stone Age, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that bit isn't in half the recordings. Okay. And in some of the recordings, there's a song called The Bed, which is cut from most shows. Right. Because it's it's all basically them on a bed singing about the things that they can do in, in, in bed. In bed. Okay. Well, that's that's not a bad thing to sing about. Well, it is a, a, a hippie musical. It's it a is, love-in. It is a, big, it is a big, massive love-in. All about it. And it's, it's, all, it's all very hippie and lovey and... I honestly think, and I didn't know that there was <clears throat> a million versions of this. So as far as I'm concerned, this is this is the hair. It does. I know it's a new. It's the new revival. It still does sound a little bit dated, but that's probably more to do with the fact that the the key songs. I'm guessing hair. The song is in 
every version of hair. Oh yeah. You, oh yeah. That's the standards. That it's yeah. Yeah, the the main songs, but there are the, the littler ones. The I, I all that, yeah. That it's whether or not they're in the production is another matter. Yeah, appearing on the CD doesn't happen very often for a lot of them. Right. Okay. The one thing about this, the first song everyone knows, and this is, and the first song is Aquarius, Age of Aquarius. I thought it was called Age of Aquarius, but apparently it's just called Aquarius. I mm-hmm. did not know that song came from hair. I I don't know where it came okay. from. Whoa. I don't I didn't know it came from here. Yeah. It's a uh, I think everyone knows the song. Aquarius. It's actually a great song. It's a it's a mm-hmm. really it's a really good song. And I I knew the song cuz everyone knows the song. I didn't know it was in here, which is probably more to do with my ignorance than anything else cuz where did it come from? I actually thought Aquarius, the song came from a musical called The Age of Aquarius. Um, but, you know, that's just done me. Now, in, in, just got the album notes here. Mm. It says, a rock hymn, Aquarius, a yes. rock hymn in which a the hymn. tribe mystically calls forth mm. its visions of harmony and understanding. Yeah. Oh, look, you've got the album. The original Broadway from oh. 1968 oh. on vinyl. Wow. All right. That is to how nice is that is to that? rival rivals some of my vinyl collection. <laughs> I've started. I do you know what? Do you know what I've started doing? Because I collect vinyl and I I buy a lot of secondhand vinyl and I've started looking for musicals. Um, oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look for rare ones. I know are, are for, for the people yeah. who don't know what the hell they're selling, and I'm like ching. Anyway, yes, that's, that's a filthy. Have cap- you found any yet? No, not yet. But um, I've got a few more. Got a few more vinyl fairs yep. to get through. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Aquarius. So Aquarius. Here's a, here's a problem. They're all gathering to. Yeah. Here's yep. a, here's a problem. the problem. They just they went too hard too soon. This is probably the best song on the album. Do you and reckon? it's like, it's the first song. It's all downhill from here. And the I rest of it. Track listing. It's. I was actually surprised, and I know this version is only an hour and 16 minutes long. It felt like three hours because there's 37 songs. Admittedly, some of them are like 46 seconds long. Yeah. And, you know, sub Which three, are the ones sub that minutes. don't appear. Yeah. Sub three They're the ones that won't appear on other albums. Yeah, right. Okay. Those shorter which, ones. Which is the Karma Sutra, Stone Age 1. and um, Oh, no. Ka- um, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Ka- Ka- yeah. Karma... Um, what am I thinking of? Hare Krishna. Hare Sorry. Krishna. Oh, okay. Yes. So that's that's further on into it. Um, yes. That's that's right before the interval. Yeah. Right before the nude scene. Ah, oh, okay. Hare Krishna. It's a big, big love in. Oh, okay. Yeah. And okay. what will happen is a big sheet will come onto the stage. It's pretty standard across all productions. Now, this is one. This is the show that I have seen the most unique productions of. Right. Okay. Jeez, I'm it is. so... I... I first saw the movie Hair at five years old mm. and grew up with the music from okay. there on. Um, and it's, it's been a huge, huge part of my life. I have two peace signs tattooed on me, you know, okay. that's, and I'd have like, you know, posters and stuff of hair on my mm. wall. I have been as obsessed with it as rent, um, but God. just for a little bit longer. Okay. Uh, anyways, what was the point of, of that was... Um, unique. Oh, the nude scene. Okay, nude so scene. typically a, a big sheet will will come out, and the cast will sort of spread it over, over themselves. Mm. And at the end of that, 
sort of slip away okay and the whole cast will be stand well, if, if people don't want to do it they don't have to do it it's not obligatory diane keaton didn't do it she wow. refused in the the original broadway production which is this what the original the 1968 yep wow this one she's that a- i have on vinyl diane she's keaton's a- in that she's it okay she's Sorry? a wuss she's a wuss um, I, that'd be no, yeah. that. That would be bing bonging. Yeah, I'm bing bonging. That would be pretty hard to do to go to go full naked pre Annie Hall. You know, I don't know who Annie Hall is. Um, that would be pretty hard to go fully naked in a on Broadway in front of a bunch of people. So, you know, that's brave. Um, well, okay. the The idea of it isn't, and this is one thing that people just don't get when they hear, "Oh, a nude scene." It's got to be. Um, gratuitous or something like that, and mm. you're dead, standing there naked. Yeah, just standing there. Mm. And what it is, it's a, it's a liberation thing. It's a saying, mm. "This is who I am. Here I am. All of me. Take me as I am." Yeah, sort of thing. Um, yep. so it's basically that's what it is. Well, that's how it was described to me many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, obviously, it's one one show I haven't done. I would have loved to have done it. And I, yeah, I'd, I totally would have done the nude scene because yeah, it's you know it's thirty seconds. Yeah, and the light, lighting is typically blue. Yeah, okay. So it drowns out a bit of the um, bit of the uh, cracks. Yeah, you don't you you <laughs> smooths over the rough edges. Um, you yeah. you don't get um, obviously you don't get the nude scene on on Spotify. So missed missed out on all of that. Well, yeah, and they were actually going to do it on TV last year or the year before two thousand and. 19 okay um nbc were going to do it and obviously they would have cut out the mm. they would have had to cut out a lot think about it the third song hashish okay. lists off a whole bunch of drugs sodomy lists off a whole bunch of sexual yes. pleasures yeah yeah sodomy yeah <laughs> it's 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 funny that it comes it comes in pretty hard early on in it um with it yeah, does hashish it? and sodomy and, the, and i thought god where are yeah. we going to go from here so well th- these are the introductions to the characters Right, okay. and it's a very non-linear story. Mm. Um, well, I wouldn't say story because there is barely a story there. I had to keep checking that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have it on shuffle <laughs> because I have been accused of having it on shuffle before. Um, you have been, and I didn't, and I thought, yeah, this is mm. not linear. This is not a no. Um, this this isn't been hasn't been. It's not fed to you, you know, in a in a nice little package of this is this bit and that bit and there's a nice little story so so it's all kind of yeah man we're we're just kind of all over the place and depending on how much hashish you've had chilling out in the park yeah, yeah they're just doing what they just do what hippies do exactly and it's like a character will get up and and yeah. they'll sort of do their introduction and and those were the days of our lives or whatever it is but it's <laughs> yeah. that sort of you know the interaction with the characters and we learn who they are and then sheila will come in with her protesting and stuff like that and mm. it sort of it does you know leads into songs uh, and then act two most of that is an acid trip or yeah, an that lsd makes, trip that kind that kind of makes sense now because yeah that was just weird yeah it so weird. i think hair this is another one of those things where listening to the soundtrack as a person ignorant of the whole thing where listening to the soundtrack doesn't do the musical itself justice if yep. you know what i mean so and you know what it's it's funny because when I was younger and, and having had the movie first, mm. I hadn't heard the, the original Broadway. I didn't hear that for quite a while. Um, maybe I was about 10 years old 
11, 12 years old, right? But the movie version, I always preferred the music. I always loved that music because it was very, um, was, uh, I always used the term crisp. Mm-hmm. But that just, okay. I'm, I'm basically saying that's, you know, it's crisp, it's clear, it's it's all, it sounds good and it, and it, and it flowed good. Mm. Whereas the Broadway version, mm. when I first heard that, I originally thought, oh shit, that's messy as fuck. Yeah. But that's the beauty of the show. Right. In, it, as I've gotten older, I've, I've learned that it is very messy show. And yeah. it will always be a very messy show because think about it. It came out in 1968. Mm. It was a big fuck you to politics and the war the Vietnam War and all that. It was a big fuck you to social norms. I mean, I, I was just, I, I said before, I stopped at, at sodomy, but then we go into Coloured Spade. So remember, this was the 60s. So you've got Hud, who lists off all these hateful racial epithets of, of things that he's been called in his life, and, and he proudly embraces them for what they are and, mm. and embraces himself for who he is. And that song is a celebration. This show is a celebration of what it is to be alive and what it is to be young and what it is to be free. America could seriously use hair right now, mm. but the problem is it's it's liberal arts crap. So the right wing aren't gonna embrace it, are they? And then the left wing will hear songs like "Coloured Spade" or three five zero zero and the language that's used in that, and will mm-hmm. cancel it. Mm. What a sad world we live in. Yeah, if they were paying attention, which I wasn't. So although you know they even up they even up black boys with white boys. So I thought, oh, there, there you go. There's both sides. You know, well, actually, was... I have the, the liner notes on that. Um, mm. White Boys is, hang on, Black Boys bears a dedication to Governor George Wallace. Okay. And then Black Boys, oh, hang on, no, I've gotten that wrong. Mm. Black Boys bears a dedication to Governor George Wallace. Mm. White Boys is, among other things, about mixed media. It might be a, a hint at mixed marriages. Oh, okay. I think. All right. Maybe, I don't know, or mixed relationships. Well, that would make sense because it's clearly sung by black cast members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Boys yeah. is sung by the white. Yes, and and so and in the... White Boys is sung by the black. Sung by, yeah. the, by the black, yeah. Yeah, it's all peace, love and, and happiness. And there is some, you know, some from my perspective, there is some genuinely good songs in here, most yeah. of which I didn't realise Let the Sunshine In came from this show either. Yeah, so... but even more than like that build up to it, because what's happened is Claude has gone off to war. So everyone's saying goodnight to each other or, or, and going home. And they're like, where's Claude? Mm. Where's Claude? He's not here. And m- the music starts up and he's in his uniform. He comes there and then by the, the fourth or fifth bar or whatever, he gets shot. He gets shot yeah. a couple of times. And then that leads into Let the Sunshine In, which gives me goosebumps every time it, it it really is such a beautiful ending to a show that is outrageous and it's sad and it's funny and it's crazy and it's fucked up it's like everything you could ever want in a show except maybe horror but mm. then again you've got the horrors of war um and in and, and the trip that can be done in a sometimes be done in a, a real creepy way mm. it, it has everything everything in in a show and then it just ends on this truly beautiful number that is so uplifting and and 
yeah, I, 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 I absolutely love hair. Mm. I really do. And, and I know it, it's very, again, polarizing. Assassins was terribly polarizing for a lot of people when it came out. And, and this was no different. Yeah, I could, I could, I could see how it, it, it would have been. And, you know, just not taking out the, there was a bit of, you know, there's a nudie run. I'm taking that out. The rest, yeah, the rest of it. There's some, some run. pretty subversive <laughs> shit in here. For, for... You sound like them. <laughs> nudie, nudie run. What, what are know, they doing there? They're doing the helicopter on stage, are they? <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Um, <laughs> They're standing I mean, yeah. there. Look, they I've... are literally just standing if there. There I'm... is no movement at all. <laughs> it is still. There is all no right. running. Well, maybe this. Maybe this. <laughs> This hyperbole boycott hair over a nudie run. There's something to work on. Um, it's um, yeah, it's pretty subversive for 1968. It, it's I don't think it is. I don't think it is today. I could see how it was. Um, I, there's there's not a lot in here that sort of that is going to shock you. But then I don't suppose it's supposed to shock you anyway. Um, no, and look, only a, a year later in June '69, O Calcutta premiered on. Broadway, oh, so off Broadway, okay. and that was a show. It was a review, basically. It was filled with nudity. Mm. Okay, it, there was no cohesive storyline at all. Even though hair doesn't have much of a cohesive storyline, there's still a tiny yeah. bit. Yeah, it's a bit. It's this a bit had like... nothing. Yeah. So hair paved the way for O Calcutta, which went on to be the longest running show on Broadway, and then I think was the longest running show but then the longest running revival when it got revived mm. so and that's obviously since been eclipsed but hair very much was one of those groundbreaking musicals mm. that for its time yep through people for a six yeah and and two of those people were my parents who grew up to be conservatives yeah <laughs> however in early <laughs> um, i th- i don't even think they were married in mm. 69 right because it premiered in sydney in 69 mm-hmm. and they flew up to sydney to go see it so i think this was before they were married and mm. anyways that was the original australian cast which was 50 years ago last year okay. and oh look i have that on vinyl as well of course you do yeah 1969 and, and isn't whoops shit isn't that a beautiful you can't really see it can you so it's like this kind really of. trippy Yep. Um it's a pink Trippy sun face or like a fuchsia sun. Sun yeah. with lots of hair, sun hair coming off it. So yeah. Yeah. So and it, Could be this was one musical where numerous songs became hits. We had mm. Aquarius. Yep. Um what else was there? Hair. Okay. Well, became hair, did. A hit. hair hair ended up being I actually think I first heard hair because it was in a shampoo commercial. Yeah, anyway. hair would have been in a yeah, it would have been yeah. in a it shampoo just makes, commercial. It of makes course. sense. It just, I'm, I'm sure it was. And, oh, and of course, the flesh failures. Oh, oh easy to be hard. That's become a, a hit as well. I think it was, was it Three Dog Night? Okay. Is that who it is? Who are um, they? I don't know. Are they a band? Yeah, they were a band. Yeah, back in around about the same time. But yeah, I couldn't. Sixty-seven. Three Dog Night. Hang on, I'm looking them up. I'm looking them up. I know. I'm pretty. Yeah. Easy to be hard from hair. Here we and go. it peaked at number four. Hey, look at that. On the US charts. I don't know anything else they've sung, but Three Dog Night. How did I remember that? I don't know. I don't even remember to eat half Mm. the time. Mm. 
Yeah, you've got um, three copies of this musical, so yeah. I think I have the original off Broadway as well somewhere. Plus, mm. I've got CD versions of all of these, as well as the 1992 Australian cast recording mm. and the okay. 2004 Actors Fund, mm. which has a whole bunch of stars in it, and even RuPaul's in it. Okay. So it, it's, it was a, a charity concert that they did. That along with this one and the 92 Australian one, I think mm. are the most complete recordings, I okay. think. But I also have it in Spanish, German, Japanese. Uh, mm. What else? Oh, I've got a lot. I have a lot okay. of them. I, I love hair. Mm. Okay, I really, that. really do. Mm. But the movie is very different. They gave it more of a story, changed the characters up. Mm. I love the movie, but it's not the stage show. Okay, so it's still a musical movie. They're still singing in the movie. Yeah. It's not like a drama. Okay. And did the movie, and what came first? The chicken. Okay, cool. No, the right, musical came first. Oh, the musical came first, then they made a movie. Yeah. The, okay. the movie was 78, I want to say, 79. It was Milosh Foreman and it had Beverly D'Angelo. Okay. Who? From National Lampoons. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. I know I know her name. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Um, no, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Hair. Did you enjoy it? I, I still can't No, tell. I didn't. No, oh. I did not. But there's so like, many songs that you knew. The best, and... and so many of them were really short, which made it good. Um, no, I knew that. Look, I enjoyed the songs that I knew, and I was surprised a little bit by the songs that I heard and went, how come I know this song? I didn't know it was in here. Yeah. Um, but so by default. As a, no, this is not, it was, but in between, okay, if I was making this album, it'd be three songs long. Honestly, it would be like, uh, I'm, I'm going to give it hair. I'm going to give it Aquarius and maybe four songs. Good Morning Starshine gets in there and Let the Sun Shine in gets in there and everything else is just, it's, it's just, it's, it's just noise. It was just, well, I was just like, okay, when's the, you know, the good thing about it was the songs were over quick, but then, you know, they were replaced by other songs that I didn't particularly enjoy either. So. Didn't you enjoy the message? Yeah. Uh, see, I was thinking about Do this as well. Do you even know the message of hair? And I get, I get, I get the message. And because I hated rent and I hate gay people <laughs> and their and their struggle, um, I I clearly hate hippies and I hate peace and I hate, um, you know, whatever else. I and and I love the I love I hate war, peace apparently. So yeah, because I you hate love war. Apparently, yeah. yeah because oh, I, you're saying it for me. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. You hate so, hippies. You you hate, hate pot. Hate who doesn't? Who doesn't? So up in you know. You hate sex. I hate. Se <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe just this. Maybe just the sodomy side of it. So because you know, but I'm not going to judge. Um. No. Do you know what? It, I actually thought. Um. I I thought it was. I thought it was a bit dated, uh, just because the well, whole it is piece... set in '69. Well, I know that, so why why reprise it? Or Write something new. Give me something. Give me something new. Oh. There you go. You know, That's it's, what, it's this kind is of what the, I love about theatre. Having having said that, I would still watch Easy Rider because um, I still think it's relevant today. But um, exactly. yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't grab me. It didn't grab oh. me at all. 
And I knew I knew it was a big thing because it was hair. Because even if you don't know musical theatre, you've I think you've heard of it. But um, yeah, in in between the songs that I enjoyed, I was just like whatever. I don't care. I don't. I, yeah. I just take you and your hippies go and have your little hippie circle somewhere else and get off get off my Spotify and stop ruining my algorithm with your with your damn songs with a deep message. So yeah, well that's shit. Yeah. And then and then I find then I find out you're you're obsessed with it. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, I, I didn't didn't give that away this time. I was like, I'm not going to give you the ammunition to shit all over something I love again. Oh, I, look, I got a feeling that you loved it, and and while I'm listening to it, I'm going, oh, look, I'm open mind and I'm listening and and it. I'd hope so. You did on a, a musical about mind altering drugs. It felt like hard work, is what it felt like. Really, but having said that, it's fun to see live. See it live. Having look, having said that, I think it doesn't. The soundtrack doesn't do it justice with because it's a musical and it's a live show, and I possibly might enjoy it a bit more than that. But um, or not, maybe I'll just still sit there going, get to the good songs. So well, it's it's not a rock opera, unlike Rent, which has minimal dialogue but mostly all songs. Hair is a traditional musical in the sense that... Is there even one piece of dialogue in there? Probably a little... I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't really Oh, long. yeah, there was There was on that album. Um, yeah. And there is on other ones. They have them interspersed or, or whatnot. But there right. is a lot of dialogue in the show. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of dialogue. I get that. So yeah. it, it is a, tra- it's a traditional music book musical, um, but not, not a rock opera, which a lot of people mistake it for. It's not. It's a rock musical. Full rock stop. musical, yeah, and there is some. There's a bit of rock in there, some little bit of guitar in there, and all that sort of yeah. thing. So, yeah, it's called the American Tribal Love Rock Musical mm. on the cover of the original Broadway album. So yeah, so I I listen. I've listened to it. I probably listened to it twice. I very much doubt I will listen to it ever again. Out of well, out of choice. Try a different <laughs> recording. Try the try it in German. I'll try it in German. Music. Yeah, here in German. Do it in German. Yeah. It's called Hare, H A A R E. You'll find it on Spotify. It's it's really good. Um, obviously, you can't understand, but it is kind of surreal. Mm. That'd be challenging. That'd be challenging. Yeah. Yes. Um, in That'd Spanish, be it's beautiful too. I, I love foreign language musicals. I I watched um I watched Die Hard in Spanish. In oh, did um, you? Yeah, three years ago. When I was in Barcelona, um, we put the TV on and Die Hard was in there and it was dubbed in Spanish and I watched it for about 45 minutes and just cracked up laughing because it was just it was just amazing. It was wonderful. La Jungla de Cristal. I, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was called. No, that's it's a legit title, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was fantastic, though. Just just watch, watching them, uh, watching them deliver everything in, in, in Spanish. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I actually filmed it and put it on Facebook or something. But anyway, I oh, did you a, yeah. a reaction video? Just... Oh wow, so exciting! <laughs> reaction video. Can't wait to see reaction. And if I had, yeah, if I had more time, I would have watched the whole thing. But yeah, I think it was the only TV I watched while I was there. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so I'll do that. I'll do Spanish hair and see because you know everything's better in Spanish. Yeah, try it in try it in Spanish because it's again it's the music. Even with the metal albums which I review, I look at it from two angles: the music and the lyrics. Mm, mm. 
So yeah. anyway, speaking of yeah. which Speaking of which, I'm giving Hair a solid two out of five. Oh. It's a solid two. That's one for I gave it one for Aquarius and another one for Hair. I think once you have all those nudie bits shoved in your face, you'll up it up to a, at least a three. <laughs> with a nude three with a nudie run. All right. Nudie run. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Peace, love, and nudie runs. Yeah. The most sedated, slowest nudie run I've ever seen, I tell you that. <laughs> they, they went so far, so incredibly quickly, and then they came back mm. before we even knew it. summer winter spring or fall the first ever musical theater sitcom where you go behind the scenes of the latest west end show the fossey forest ballet where's the important stuff aha a thousand pound a week ensemble rate ah that's what mamma mia likes starring philip joel and a west end cast featuring carrie alice darren denny louise demon and oliver savile and more it all started in 1987 when I was a jobbing actress working in a diner. Yeah, it's just I, I had a really bad experience when I was touring Australia with a wombat. <gasps> Darling! How long have I been mentoring you? Three months? Two years. So her name is Henrietta. The horse. Yes. I've managed to secure you an audition for the biggest, most innovative, and the latest show to be going into the West End. Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Think more along the lines of Pant. Frozen. You can watch this episode for the price of a coffee. Simply go to www.thefussyforestbelly.com. Any and all profits go back to theatre charities, acting for others, and the theatre's trust. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll see a grown man in sparkly tights. Tight nights. Nice. Tights. Yeah. All right. So all right. we'll move on. Yes. Do you want to tell everyone what shit you gave me this week? I gave you one of the greatest metal albums that's not really metal of all time. Uh, wasn't quite as old as hair, but it was back in 1989, I think. Uh, the third album and the first album with, um, and I've forgotten his name. It's the first, sorry, I'm going to start this again. And it's the first album, the third album from the band, the first album with Mike Patton on vocals and it's Faith No More, The Real Thing. And you'd have okay. to be living under a rock to have missed this one, I think. Well, because it was apparently huge. I was living under a fucking rock. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I'd heard <laughs> Epic. Yeah. Which I'll get to. Mm. Would you like to hear my review? Yes, I would. When I first saw the cover, <laughs> I wondered if this joke format is stale. Oh. No, no. It still gets a laugh out of oh, me. Oh, that's right. Oh, good. Right, so I wrote shut up Gareth ready for you to say yes, so. <laughs> shut up Gareth <laughs> I think it's better like that okay and while sure I have heard of Faith No More 
I still had to say five Hail Marilyns before listening. And I always knew epic, but nothing else. Mm. So I always figured they were one-hit wonders. Turns out they have more songs. Like, from out of nowhere. I wish I'd go back there. Epic. Next. <laughs> Falling to pieces. I wish I was. Mm. Surprise, you're dead. Also, I wish I was. Zombie Eaters. Great. Another song about mm. Trump fans. Hey. The real thing? Is it, though? Underwater Love. Yep. Sounds like they're drowning. The Morning After. Yep. Sounds like they're hungover. <laughs> Woodpecker from Mars. Uh, no jokes. Fucking brilliant title. Yeah. War Pigs. The alternate name for our podcast. <laughs> An Edge of the World. Please Fall Off. Wow. You you found the bonus tracks too. Oh yes, no, I I, I did. We'll, we'll get to. I, I haven't heard them yet though. Um, I had hair to listen to. <laughs> what is this bush league? Shit. Um, I I did notice there was a through line from Epic, which made this album sound somewhat like a concept album, mm. which I didn't hate. Mm. But since this band was selected by an Aussie theatre actress. That just goes to show it really does take a woman to do a man's job. Okay. Three and a half stars. Is that the shortest review you've ever... That's the shortest review you've ever read? No, it's it's only because I I didn't have time. (laughs) I'm trying to write a novel. It's... You understand? So the more words that go down in here... The less words are going down on my novel. Oh, I know. I know. So it, it's um, interesting. I had this on cassette and Edge of the World was on it wasn't a bonus track, it just appeared on the cassette. I think it was track five or six or something. Which I think is Well, there was eleven yeah, tracks. Which is probably the yeah. yeah, on the vinyl version there was only nine. So Oh, yeah. was there? Um but I had it on cassette, and I thought Edge of the World was probably one of the strongest on there and should have been on there, but anyway. And War Pigs is a Black Sabbath cover of the Black Sabbath song, so um, that was a bit... Oh, that's a good segue from last yeah, week. it was... Um, oh, hang on, wait. All right, so another reason to have chosen Hair was because back in the 60s, mm. Sharon Osbourne, as we know, we did Ozzy Osbourne last we week did. and cho- spoke about Sharon Osbourne a fair bit. Her father, or estranged father, yes. I think probably at the time, considering yep. everything that happened, right? Mm. Don Arden and a bunch of people mm. stormed the offices of a man named Robert Stigwood right. on behalf of the band Small Faces, yep. who did Ichiku Park, mm-hmm. right? Robert Stigwood is the man that produced hair. Oh, there you go. So how's that for a... There's some there's some six six degrees of separation right there. and Not Anthony Stewart Head, because yeah. his name hasn't left our lips. Not yet. In quite a few episodes. <laughs> no. no, I was thinking we need to tie him in, but we can't. Their cover of War Pigs is phenomenal, and it's amazing live as well. Is so, that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Patton can sing anything he's got an incredible voice um and here's here's something here's a bit of trivia roddy roddy bottom the keyboard player uh does he i thought he tops he well 
I don't know, but... Well, his husband's really hot. So let's move on, oh, please. Oh, okay. We don't want to talk about the, move hot, on. the hot husband. Um, um, now, yeah. Billy Gould, is it? Yes, the bass player. Yeah, him nowadays is mm. a total dilf. Okay. Back then, not so much. Yeah. Th- but nowadays... These, these are a bunch of guys that kind of got better with age, I think. That's a lot of, a lot of men do. Yeah. I get told that all the time, but, you know. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, Z- Zombie Eaters was a, was a good example of songs that are really long, but actually go somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's six minutes. It's not mega long, but yeah. Epic was, and you, you touched on this, you thought they were kind of a one-hit wonder. Um, Epic was huge. They went from obscurity to number one. I don't know how many time, you know, how many places in the world it went number one, but it was... A lot. When I go to a fashion show and I'm seeing someone's collection, I want there to be a through line in that collection. Mm. I'm not talking about the same color or the same pattern every single time. I'm mm. talking about a through line that connects those pieces together. And that's what I heard in this album based around Epic mm. is that those few bars or that those chords that keep popping up in other songs or, mm. or it, it feels like it's about to go into that sound, but then mm. it doesn't, it goes yep. off on its own. Mm. And that I liked. Mm. What did I give it? I don't know. Did I give it three stars? Really? That doesn't seem I'll give it three like, and a that's, half. That's not even, is that enough? I don't know if that's enough. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's not, look, it's classed as one of the, best metal albums of recent time it's not really metal it's more diverse than metal well but it's no it's not and i think if you ask the guys you're a metal band they say no we're a rock band and they are because they if you listen to early faith no more um it's it's not metal at all it's almost like surf rock kind of skater rock so i'm gonna hurt myself doing this but Mm. if your music is intending for you to go like an idiot yeah that's metal that was metal yeah it just had a different sound to it it didn't have a bit of a well it had a very 90s grunge sound to it i think yeah 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 there's a little there was a touch of that surprise your dead's a metal song so um which Which one surprise you're dead which makes sense because the music was written by um Jim Martin on guitar and he's just a total metalhead. So that makes that makes sense. I yeah, I look I again I didn't hate them, mm. but this time I didn't not like them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Does that make sense? It makes sense. That makes sense. Like yeah. I would yeah. be interested to hear more of what they had. As a, a, if that's what they're doing with their albums, yeah. in that there is that through line. There's a reason why, out of all the amazing songs that the Who have put out, all the amazing albums they've put out, I will still go to Tommy and Quadrophenia. Yeah, okay, straight that makes, up every time, yeah, sure, because there is that 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 journey that we're on, that amazing journey that we are on, yeah, if you will, in Tommy. Um, so that's what yeah. I do like, and I'm not talking yeah. about. As I say, with the fashion show, I don't want to see the same fucking color and pattern on every single dress. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want look, a through line. Yeah. I want it to be that theme. <clears throat> and if you listen to their next album, like the previous album, We Care A Lot, um, or Introduce Yourself, We Care A Lot, um, different different lead singer, completely, completely different sound. And you listen to Angel Dust, which is the album after the real thing, and that was also a, a big hit. It didn't have any a big single off it, but it was a big hit, apart from Small Small Mystery. It doesn't sound anything like the real thing. So, you know, they're it's each each album sounds different. Um, so you don't is you know, kind of yeah. Yep. Oh, um, they're like the Madonna of metal. <laughs> they're like the Madonna of rock. So yeah. Yeah. But um that, but that's all yeah, right. No, it was right. it was enjoyable and it was okay. very nineties. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I was thinking I would have preferred to have seen that album put onto the Broadway stage than Alanis's Jagged Little Pill. Oh, uh, anything. Anything. Because whilst that's a good album, this actually has a through line. Yeah. You could probably do a it. A musical through line, I mean. I'd say, I'd say Mike Patton, do some theatre and he'd probably, he'd probably do it. So, I mean, Al- Alanis has got to milk that album for all she's got because it's literally all she's ever done, let's be honest. Um, oh, thank you. Was a big hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but not as big as. Or was it uninvited? What was the album called? Whatever the album was called. I remember the song "Thank You, India." Oh well, "Jagged Little Pill." The song was called "Thank You." Yeah. "Jagged Little Pill" was massive. Yeah. Yeah, which massive and that was album. it for her. So, um, unlike "Faith No More," which is still putting out. No, that's what I'm saying. That that her next album had that hit song "Thank You." Oh, that really? That was a big hit. But oh, okay. I, after that, she didn't have anything. That else. was that was the end of it. But "Jagged mm. Little Pills" been turned into a um. Don't you remember it? It went like "Thank You, India." Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you, you America. Thank you, disillusionment. Yeah. yeah. It was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, his song "Ironic" was not ironic. So. There was there was nothing ironic about, isn't it ironic? So yeah. Yes, we know that's that's there's something ironic in having to hear that fucking critique fifty mm. million times Everybody since that album's reads. been released. Everybody says it. No, I know I'm I'm joking, but even would, I've said it myself. Would you Would you so. put any song of the real thing in a in like a in a playlist on a on a mix? No, I would no. have to give it more listens for it to grow on me, if mm. anything, for that. But I, I don't think yet. There's nothing that got me really, really excited. Mm. Um, I did like Zombie Eaters. That mm. was a good song. Mm. Um, and I know I made a joke about Trump fans. Hi to my right-wing no, friends out there. Well, the, the, those, of, those of you that haven't been arrested <laughs> for sedition yet. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How fucked up is that? That the day before, it's hilarious. day before, it's I hilarious. Po- we post that episode, and literally, like that's what I'm saying. That this push and pull isn't gonna lead anywhere. And what fucking happens? There it is. Oh my godfathers! See, that's 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 way worse than what I said. Um, yeah, I know. I, I cut it. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The album didn't cause you more pain, and I and I'm sad that you didn't love it. So you know. Well. No, I liked it. Yeah. For for me, three and a half stars. It's yeah, pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. But you you weren't as in much pain as I was. Yeah. Okay. Three and a half is good. There's, I'll take there's that. There's levels. I'll take that. Yeah. Considering like, I shit, shit all over here, so you know. I hope you're gonna wash it out. I don't have enough anymore. So. Yeah. 
maybe that's part of it. Maybe people singing about long, luscious hair is just like, just fuck off. Yeah. All right. Take your damn hair. I actually, I've directed and performed numbers from hair. I did Donna as a solo. Mm. Oh, and yeah, I hate fucking hard. I really hated that song. Um, okay. Just, oh, it's so hard. For episode 13, right. apparently it is lucky for some because yep. we're doing the musical 13, which is sung by 13-year-olds. Okay. And it was the Broadway debut of Ariana Grande. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you're getting uh, you're getting right on the hook with this one. I'm giving you the last the latest album from a band called Five Finger Death Punch and the album's called F8. I'll send you the link. Five Finger Death Punch. I think you're going to I think you're going to enjoy it. Depends where they're punching. <laughs> Well, uh, well, they're, they're, they're punching down, I think. So, anyway. That's it from us this week. Special thanks to Death in Bloom for letting us use their song, Samsara, for our theme. Check out their music on YouTube, iTunes, whatever it's called these days, Apple fucking music, Spotify, and more. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Thrush and Treasure. And check out our Patreon.com forward slash Blooming Theatricals. And be sure to check out the Toniston Tales, which you can find at thetonistontales.com. Check the links below. That's it from us. You take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. Hooroo. Ciao.